0: Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Coach Chiesa coming up here momentarily. Get his thoughts, obviously, on the finals. You know, Jake, on further reflection,
1: I'm sorry I threw water all over your big moment over the weekend. I apologize, my friend, because I know that uh, (laughs) you were updating me (laughs) on a daily basis about adventures at home. And... uh, I should I should celebrate that moment. So sorry about <laughs> telling you that it wasn't exactly an original idea. But uh, I
0: I I apologize. I expressed some of my anxieties to you personally last week. And you and made it so through. You made I was, it through. I was at least expecting a. Hey, how'd it go? Good job. No, I I was expecting at least like. My well-being crossed your mind over the weekend. <laughs> it did, and, and it, it did, did. It it didn't because you didn't ask me about it. <laughs> I had to beg you to ask me about it. But that's all right. You know, it's oh, fine. Oh no, Jake. You know I'm, I'm, I, I'm I think fine. that
1: that would have been. I did think I did empathize with you because I was thinking I put myself in those shoes, and I, I think you did a, a really fine job, Jake. So. Congratulations. Really. So when you made it about you, then you realized it was a mistake? No, just that everybody can relate to that. It's on <laughs> some level.
0: Let's get out to the Smart uh, smart Rain special guest line. Gordon, should we talk... Some basketball. I bet, I bet you, can some, you can get some empathy from, from Coach. I don't, I don't need it anymore. I'm mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> I already, it, you don't need it. You don't want it. I already, it. because of this, have had my wife say that she's never leaving town again, so that's <laughs> nice. Uh, out to the Smart Rain special guest line we go. It's no mystery. Utah is in extreme drought. That is why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at SmartRain.net. Matt long-time Utah Jazz assistant coach, our good friend, Coach Gordon Chiesa. What's up, Coach?
2: Guys, I'm doing well. Thank you,
0: Gordy. I just apologized to Jake, and he rejected
1: my my apology like uh, like a, like uh, one of Mark Eaton's old uh, block shots. I you know I, I tried to apologize,
0: didn't accept it.
2: Sometimes Jake Jake is very troubled.
0: <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. I'm troubled by one relationship today in particular. I deserved it, probably. <laughs> to tell you the truth, Gordon. <laughs> it's, it's all good, Coach. Of course, Gordon. I always forgive Gordon. He's my radio partner. You've been in the radio biz, Gordon. You know, or uh, Coach, you know how it goes. Well, I guess very Gordon, much,
2: too. absolutely. Yeah. He's your partner, and he's your partner in crime, also. There you go.
0: <laughs> That's the you know, you and Scotty G were partners once Correct. upon a time. Yes, and we I, were. And you guys allowed me to tag along, so I yes, I felt we were. I, you I were at, at that incredible.
2: time, Jake. You were young, enthusiastic, and you did a great job. Yeah.
0: Uh, Coach, let's talk about what's going on in the NBA Finals. Uh, I want to get your quick overall take, but there are plenty of specifics to get into. But uh, what do you think about what the Bucks are doing?
2: It's spectacular. They are absolutely playing at a high level. The three stars truly are executing under pressure. And all three are different skill sets. Well, you, have, you know, Giannis, open floor transition, that incredible drive game uh Drew Holiday, as far as being a timely shooter, superior defensive player and playmaker, and Chris Milton, Jake and Gordon, this guy has got game where he's a clutch shooter, both three-point range and also the middle game, but it's when he makes them. And from the other side of it, if Devin Booker makes that shot, it's a it's a tie score in a Game 5. And Chris Paul played tremendous in the game, and all the other guys, they're competing. This is one of the most fun series of uh, two truly equally equated teams, and may the best uh, organization win tomorrow night or in game, uh, game 7 on Thursday.
1: So, Gordy, tell me if I'm being biased in this observation, but I told Jake earlier that – it seems like the the way the Bucks comport themselves on the court is advanced over what we see out of the Suns with all the complaining to the officials and all that sort of thing. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I do. Absolutely. So if you complain once in a while on a tough call, the refs really do listen to you where they save subconsciously, especially in playoff games where maybe I missed it. But if you complain all the time, the reps are absolutely and uh, will never listen to you. And uh, I call it get some street cred during a game. So the question is, like, when do you think he got bumped all the time? So every time that Devin Booker and often Chris Paul, when they drive to the best and there's some sort of contact, they're looking, they're barking at the official. You can't do that. You've got to play through calls, both mentally and physically, because knowing that when there is a when there is a bump foul, they're, they're going to give you that call, which is which is absolutely critical as far as getting to the foul line and sticking to. So you've got to play through contact.
0: Coach, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, soon to become infamous play, where Drew Holiday got the steal and then hit uh, Giannis at the alley oop, and Chris Paul got the foul. What? Uh, give, it, Take us through that. What uh, what made that play so great?
2: Well, what happened was that Devin Booker he penetrated into the lane and made a half spin dribble, and he was trying to get separation. And Drew Holiday was guarding Chris Paul, who made a drift cut from middle to the to the uh, we call it the, uh, hybrid area. But which, what Drew did was that he perfectly timed his footwork to get a ball strip. So a lot of times when the guys go for steals, whether it's a low low post, at that time is the middle in a in um, high painted area, is that what guys do wrong is that they go where the guy started his move and when the guy um, makes a spin out of it, it's too late and they foul. What Holiday did was the perfect read where when... Booker started his move, he waited, and when he got more into his move, the second layer of his move, how they got the strip. So it was a perfect example of a dig-out defender of – of organization both mentally and not fouling him, but really grabbing the ball. It was a strip, really grabbed the ball out of, out of Booker's hand. Now they come in transition, and then Chris Paul's the back defender with disadvantage, and then Drew Holiday, uh, Giannis was yelling for the ball. So Drew, uh, he, he threw a perfect lob pass to a kangaroo jumper, meaning Giannis, and he finished, and that was an incredible bang-bang play. You still lob, dunk. One of the all-time great steals, and Jake and Gordon, it reminded me of yesteryear, Jake, in my much younger days, back in 1998, in Game 6, when Michael Jordan did the exact same uh, cerebral steal when... The Jazz run the classic fifth one play where Hornacek screens when small screens on big. So Jeff screened, uh, Jordan's guarding Jeff. Jeff screens on uh, Dennis Schraubman to free up call, which he did. It was a great screen. Call comes across the lane and gets the ball in the mid-block. Jordan goes to the midpoint line, meaning the basket line, and he never did this ever the whole game, Jake and Gordon. He went in the back side, and he stole the ball from call from the baseline side. Now he comes on in transition. Instead of taking a quick jumper, he angles over to the left wing and comes back middle. Whether he pushed off or not, it's irrelevant. He made a wicked crossover dribble and put a dagger against the Jazz. With, um, with um, 5.2 seconds, he makes that 17-foot uh, uh, pull-up jumper to put the bu- uh, Bulls up 87 86 that was your reminder, Jake
1: yeah, in both yeah. in both cases, uh, a collision of uh, the moment and opportunity uh, and only it seems like only great players can do that
2: very much thing. and Gordon, getting back, we always talk about on the on the air about being a two way player, you see, so you 've got it in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. I get it you 're a scorer there 's so much energy and mental uh, fatigue uh, about scoring the ball when you're an elite player, to get your team to, to, in, into the fourth quarter slash finish line. But in the fourth quarter, I don't think if you have two fouls, five fouls, you have to guard your position because every possession is magnified tenfold. And so the three buck guys, the, meaning the main players, they guard their position. And that's why they have a chance to be world champions because the trio of them are, are two-way gamers.
1: Jake is really hoping for a trend here. Jake, yeah. tell them tell him what you think.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping other players who are, are looking, you know, old, current NBA players down to young kids are, are looking at the value that these two-way players bring to the table and being the difference between not winning a title and winning a title. And frankly, NBA execs start rewarding two-way players a little bit more. You know, I hope it becomes a trend all the way down the line.
2: Jake well said, so let's go in jazz basketball on 1280 of the zone Is that so now I'm Donovan Mitchell and I am Jordan Clarkson oh, by the way, you have to guard the dribbler. I mean I know it's, it's very difficult, but you've got to compete on the ball. So we, we use the expression all the time, on-ball, off-ball. You're on the ball, you've got to be in a stance. You've got to move your feet. You have to limit the dribble penetration. I get it. These are the world's greatest players with, with rocket first step. I understand it. But you've got to compete on the ball. Off the ball, you need early ice where that you read plays, you're, you cause havoc. The ball's in the air, I'm already in position to get a steal or create a walking violation or create an offensive foul. And in, in jazz basketball, the jazz need those guys to go from being elite scorers, in Jordan Clarkson's point of view, a, a, off-the-bench a, a gunslinger, to guarding your position so the jazz can advance in the playoffs consistently, not uh, every few years.
1: And in order to do that, Gordy, you have to be engaged, right? Committed. Yeah, you have to be, yeah, to do that. And I like what you said there about you can't, you can't, when when a player makes a move, you can't go to the initial place. You have to anticipate almost like a quarterback throwing to a receiver. He doesn't throw where he is. He throws where he's going to be.
2: And also to so, and add to that, so defensively, the deep backs and the safety in and the and the NFL is that they're going to read the, 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 the quarterback's eyes and they're going to read all the nuances. So uh, Jake and Gordon, it's so much as deception, the nuances of playing your position and that the more you play it at a high level, the more you're able to – Uh, uh, at that split second, literally a millimeter of a second, that you decide it's only a deception versus real. And that's when you break to the ball or you stay in coverage or you stay in your stance, you stay at home. There's so many factors of being a winning defensive player, and that's what we call being a defensive playmaker. We often talk about offensive side of the ball where you make plays. Dribble penetration, kick it out, a lot pass to the rim to Rudy Gobert type people. But what you want to do defensively is be a playmaker also. And that's what being an early help, being in a stance, footwork, quickness, Early eyes, all the. It's not one thing, it's everything, and do it consistently, and do it in the big stage. And that I give the Bucks so much credit right now because they have absolutely, they're engaged and they're committed defensively as a group. We call that Jake and Gordon help the helper. If I give help in the game, that you're going to help me and cover up. We might, uh, we might not switch. We might switch based on the coverage, but most of all is we're going to help the helper. It's a winning mandate.
0: So what does Phoenix need to do to now win a couple games straight?
2: Okay, Dave, Jake, so the question for Phoenix Suns right now is that they've got to play incredible physical defense without fouling. Now, Giannis in the open court, he's a hard guy to level up. I would not switch DeAndre Ayton on, on Giannis. If we're going to play switch defense to Phoenix Sunstate, I'm going to keep it more. I'm going to, we're going to switch one through four, but not, the, uh, not DeAndre Aiden. He can't do it physically. It's not his fault. Most people, big guys, they can guard the paint and guard the rim, but they have a more difficult time of guarding out on perimeter on a live ball dribbler. And Giannis is the best guy in the world. Uh, almost, you can make a discussion. Who's better, Giannis or uh, LeBron James' open floor? It's like, an, it's like a lo- locomotive coming at you at full speed. But Giannis is doing it more on the half court. So they've got a the less switching defense, be more physical, and that they've got to get these secondary players more involved to score the ball. So in the last game, it was Devin Booker with the great performance back-to-back 40-point games. Chris Paul great, great played great. Only one turnover. I had, I had a Eleven assists, But they need now Jay Crowder, Mikel Bridges, Cameron Payne, and uh, Cameron Johnson to really outplay, outfight, uh, outtough, and somewhat outscore the other player. In other words, Pat Connaughton's outplaying dramatically right now, Cameron Johnson and Torrey Craig. From the Suns' point of view, they have to flip that switch and dominate that position to win by one or two on the road.
1: Gordy, we uh, earlier in the show, we played a sound, a sound from uh, Giannis talking about his attitude about uh, playing in the moment, not looking in the past, not looking toward the future. Uh, and it was just a fantastic perspective. If you haven't heard that or watched it on uh, the video uh, online, you should check that out, Gordy. I think you would appreciate it because he said he said ego is what's happened in the past. If you dwell on that, and he said pride is what you think about in the future. He said in the middle is the present. And there you find humility. I, I I, could almost hear that coming out of your mouth, Gordy. I mean, it really is a mature attitude, and he plays like it.
2: Yes, he does. And playing in the moment means that you, you forecast – not future greatness or what happened in the past, all the, all the times that the Bucs in the last two years that unfortunately had some uh, failure in the playoffs. What it does for you is that when you lose in the playoffs, you get so much more toughness internally as a group where you, you, you never want that to happen again. This is the Bucs we speak right now. Now, the pride factor will be all the accolades later on in your career, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, when you're making history, people don't realize is that in the uh, NBA playoffs, especially in the finals, it's history-making, that forever you're, you're defined by that, by the, by, the, by the moment. And I always talk about this all the time, about in the playoffs and also in the finals, a, a phenomena happens. You either get exposure or you get exposed. And for Giannis right now, he's, he's getting absolute exposure. He, he was always a great, great player, but now that we're viewing him as what? A great leader. Drew Holiday, Jake, was always what? First, second team defense the last three years. Now we're talking about what? Quote, the steal. And Chris Milton was an all-star the last two years, but now we're talking about him being what? An elite 2A player. Good for them. Good for the Bucks.
1: Gordy, before you get to your list, uh, what advice would you give Giannis about his free-throw troubles?
2: Is that be more fluid? In other words, uh, he he takes too many bounces. You know what I mean? Really. I would recommend taking the most ever two to four bounces. Because when, when you get to the foul line, and I, I've coached guys that were, you know, uh, some, unfortunately some shaky foul shooters, and how we improved that was less bounces. Less bounces, because then when you have less bounces that you're able to, what, go more into the rhythm of shooting versus the bounce, the, the, the too many bounces, they dominate, what, your initial form. So that's what I would do. You know all the mechanics, you know, tucking the elbow, look at the rim. You know, we call toe-heel action where your, your toe should be on the ground, heel should be up at the release point. These are all fundamentals that every coach in the history of basketball teaches at every level. So it's so much as the mental, but I would recommend less bounces.
0: Coach, hit us with your list this week.
2: And, Gordon, one time in a playoff game, Olden Polonies, let's say it was a shaky foul shooter, Let's say that he, uh, he had a hard time uh, listening, if you get my drift. <laughs> so one time he banked a foul shot in a game and yelled over to me, Gordy, I did that on purpose. I did that on purpose to bank that shot. Really? Really? Meaning what? He banked it going in by, by luck. He banked a foul shot and, and the playoff game. Interesting. Right. Here's my list, Jake. All right. My list today is the in honor of Drew Holiday, quote, getting the new wave steel jake all-time nba playoff korea steel leaders the top 10 all-time korea nba steel leaders and you know jake thievery is legal in basketball it's legal thievery how do you do it early eyes anticipation and active hands all right number 10 greatest steel leader in playoff history. Manu Ginobili. I love this guy. He had 292 steals. Number nine, great player, Hall of Fame, Mo Cheeks, 295 steals. Number eight, he was one of the all-time great shooters, but also he stole the ball, meaning what? Two-way player, Larry Bird, 296. Number seven, he he coaches right now in the NBA, the uh, Dallas Mavericks, Jason Kidd, 302. Number six, one of the all-time greats, we, we, we lost him way too early, about two years ago now, Kobe Bryant, 310. Number five, I had the privilege to coach this guy for 16 years. John Stockton had 338 steals, putting him fifth all-time. Number four, he did this with a smile. Magic Johnson stole the ball 358 times. Number three, Michael Jordan stole the ball in playoff uh, action, 376. Number two, his his trusted sidekick, who is an incredible defensive player, Scottie Pittman stole the ball 395 times in playoffs. And the number one ever steal leader in the history of playoff basketball is LeBron James with 454 steals in 266 playoff games, which he averaged 1.7 steals per game. Then you're going to say right now, what about Carl Malone? Carl's high also. Carl's 15th in the NBA. All-time steal leader with 258, which is amazing because he's a big guy. And people forget, you know, how great Carl was as far as stealing the ball. So the Jazz have two players in the top all-time and the top 15. Thus, Jake and Gordon, that's my steal leader. And, Jake, stealing is legal.
0: Well, LeBron certainly tried to steal all the attention in game number 5, but I don't oh, think with he the, was... with the,
2: with the jam with yeah, the movie.
0: He was not not successful, I don't think. <laughs> so
2: Jake, the question is, will you go to the movie to see it that movie? No, no,
0: absolutely not. Jake, come on. i no. so an American. <laughs> not American to not go to Space Jam. No, <laughs> Jake, I don't i do not to see it, none whatsoever.
2: Jake, you still like Bugs Bunny?
0: I I do. I do like Bugs Bunny, but I feel like No, I have a lot of opinions on this, Coach, but I don't think I'm going to see... uh, You know what? I'll go back and watch some old Looney Tunes reruns. I'll see where I can find those streaming. I like it. I'm impressed. I'll get my fix there. Well said. You're saying only Bugs is... He's the only one worth watching? No, I just don't like the concept of reheating something just to capitalize on the parents' warm feelings about the original. You know what I mean? It just feels like... I don't know.
2: All right, so Jake, so you don't like any sequels you're saying?
0: I really don't. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of, of sequels <laughs> or, or remakes like 20 years later.
2: Jake, so you're saying that you don't like any of the Godfather uh, trilogies and Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, etc.
0: Uh, coach, the Godfather 2 was the greatest sequel of all time and amazing, but the Godfather 3 was not terrific. Not terrific at all.
2: Jake, it's very interesting, your life. (laughs) I know, I know. Well,
0: Coach, I I have the same problem with all these, like, um, you know, they're taking all the animated classics and remaking them, you know, the new versions. I just, it's just not my thing.
2: Yeah, Jake, it's called digital.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. But I I prefer the original, Coach. You know, my fond memories. Now you're sounding all old school. I know, I know. I'm, I'm me. What can I say?
2: No, you're not me. No, no, you're mean you voicing your opinion. But also what Gordon's saying is that you're, you're really, you, Jake, you're really a young person and old head.
0: Exactly. Well, uh, Coach, uh, a movie, I, I love the movie Coming to America, right? That's a, right. a, a wonderful movie, hilarious. I have fond memories watching right. it. They, they did a remake of it I had no interest in seeing because they're just going to ruin my warm feeling about the original.
2: I can respect that. All right. All right. I just thought. Get I off my lawn. I thought
0: I explained it. That's all. Yeah. That's all, Coach. I'm not trying to be un-American. I'm really not.
2: Jake, American play the playoffs. Jake, American play.
0: <laughs> Coach, you are the best. Thank you very much for jumping on. As always. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Stay well. Our friend, Coach Gordon Chiesa. Coach is obviously going to go see it. Plus, I heard Austin's review of it, and I didn't come away enthused. I'm not seeing no. it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going down that road. And plus, you know what? My four-year-old isn't quite at the the Looney Tunes age, so maybe it's easy for me to say. I don't know. I I know a lot of kids were were uh, on their parents' case to see it. So well, it's it it knocked Black Widow out of the number one spot as far as box office went in that first weekend. So there's people that want to see it, but I, I think it. it's I, gonna go, it. I think it's going to go downhill quick. But Coach asked me if I was going to watch it. I'm not. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I'll pass on that one. Exactly. Yeah. So Bah Humbug, Uh, that's where we're (laughs) giving that movie uh, from Gordon and I. Well, you hear the movie zone. Four thumbs down. Four thumbs down. And we haven't even seen it. (laughs) 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 All right. We'll have more coming up next. Uh, Stay tuned. A couple of interesting stories out there. Um, uh, One from uh, the Olympics that I want to get to at some point. Uh, Stay tuned. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK and to think that as
1: far as Joe, I'm largely responsible. I may not many any awards Dave, but
2: it gives me a sense of great pride knowing, yeah, I don't feed the naked, but in a sense, I help facilitate a connection. So I can feel good about it, you know, a little bit. Not quite like you, but I think I can feel good about
0: it. You're not feeding the hungry, but you are uh, entertaining the board, so there's that. There's somebody stuck in traffic, stressed, <laughs> the weather's bad, you know. So what
1: do I do?
3: You entertain the board. Catch DJ and PK mornings for From 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: Oh, hey guys. Jake here for my friends at Peach, Window, and Door. And let me tell you, the good folks at Peach are amazing. Cindy and her group are doing it right. And plus, they're passionate Utah jazz fans, which, of course, helps. Uh, But they are Utah's premier window and door company, and they have been so since 1993. They do custom work, no problem. If you can dream it, they can do it. And how about this? They believe in creating satisfied customers. They're all about customer service. They're all about getting you what you want. And when I say customer service, I mean no ghosting. They don't do the subcontractor thing. You don't have to worry about an incomplete job and not being able to get a human being on the phone. They will talk to you when you call the good folks at Peach Window and Door. They also don't believe in high-pressure sales. They make they want you to have what. You want, not what they want. Uh, they're a turnkey window and door company, and they back it up with guarantees, as I mentioned, designed to bring peace of mind to satisfied customers. They have 0% interest financing available, so you can work it into your budget. They do free in-home estimates, so have them out to your house and, and show them what you want them to do. Trust me, they can do it. It's Peach Window and Door. A few ways to get the ball rolling. You can get online, peachbuildingproducts.com. Find out why they have over 255 star reviews on Google. Their showroom, which which really is great. Go see for yourself what they can do. 2940 South, 300 West, right there in Salt Lake. That's 2940 South, 300 West. Or call them, 801-566-120. As I mentioned, they're going to pick up the phone 801 566 1255, Peach Window and Door.
3: is the big show with jake scott and gordon monson presented by big o tires with the lowest price on every tire every day with no credit needed financing options available big o tires the team you trust
0: big show gordon monson jake scott 975, and 12 at the zone want to remind you about our friends at zero res when i get the carpets cleaned it's never just cleaned it's zero res cleaned and i won't have it any other way just 33 dollars per room clean plus a fourth for free you deserve the best. You deserve Zero Res. Schedule with Zero Res today. Real quick, Gordon, because you didn't weigh in on this in our off-air conversation. What did you think about uh, Adele showing up to the finals with Rich Paul? True love or PR? Because that you know, was the debate we were having off the air just now. I want to believe. I want to believe in love. You know, I'm a sucker for that. But see, that's a, if if you're as cynical as Austin and say it's just PR, that's, they're trying to capitalize off that. Emotion, there. You know, I have interviewed a number of people through my career
1: that that utilize unassailable that situations to justify themselves. Okay. And, it, and this is one of those things that's hard to attack. It's hard to attack love, even though Austin did. I heard him say what he said.
0: But see, it's probably not love. That's the point. How do you know? At yeah. very minimal, at
3: minimum, it's lust. But it's more than likely PR arranged. He's got a movie out. She's trying to relaunch a new album and a new look.
1: <laughs> Did you not see Notting Hill? No, you never saw it with well, Julia Roberts yeah. and uh, what's his face? She was a famous uh, movie star. Well, he was nobody really uh, well that, known. It, it, but but she was. There was an onslaught of attention and sort of cynicism about. All that she did, love-wise, is that a true story? No, yeah. far from it. Someone wrote it. How right? about? How well, about? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you guys are in love. How about we? How about this? Right? One? I mean, yeah. But but uh, I mean, so you must. There must be a kernel of belief in in that somewhere in
0: you. How about this, Gordon? No. How about listen to this scenario? All right. How about uh, the the good folks uh, who represent the Kardashians reaching out to. What's his? It was Gallinari, right? Yeah, Danilo Gallinari. Daniil, yeah, and saying, "Hey, how would you like to date Kim?" And uh, Gallinari said, "No." It was I like don't. her booking uh, secretary, uh, yeah, right? Don't... It wasn't. It wasn't even like a, a family. It was like a representative, and he, and he turned it down. And then, like a week later, she's dating Chris Humphreys. Hmm. Only for that to result in what a marriage that lasted twenty days. Three episodes so, yeah. so you're making
1: an analogy between this love situation and shopping at the grocery store no i'm I'm just sort of pick up go to the frozen foods and get what you want and then if you if, they, if you don't find what you want there then you go over to the uh
0: canned goods i I'm think i uh, it's more like I think there are people out there that are willing to fake whatever to shake an extra nickel out of people <laughs> like yours pocket <laughs>
1: That's well, I'm that's not, what I I'm think. not saying. I buy it. I'm not going to just Maybe completely it is. buy it. But I but I I do, I do have a a bit of hope that uh, it 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 might be true.
0: Okay, uh, that's fine. I won't criticize you for that. I don't I'm not know. saying it
1: is. I'm not going to be a, just. I'm not
0: going to just. Yeah. Okay. I just you know you tend to pull your wool the wool over your eyes when it comes to these sorts of things, and you just you know it's not all. I am a lover, not a fighter. It's it's, it's marketing. It's not love. It's marketing. <laughs> okay. Well, that that it's uh, a little disappointing. But maybe you know Rich has found his one true love, and uh, Adele. You know she's probably been searching for a while. You never know, Gordon. Maybe they make a movie about it. But again, then it comes back to marketing.
1: Well, when you think about it, half half of uh, half of marriages, or uh, you know, uh, probably
0: more than that, and partnerships uh, end up breaking. Breaking up, especially those built for convenient financial uh, reasons. <laughs> how did How did Kim and Chris not make it, Gordon? No, no, how did man. those two crazy If okay, those two crazy on. kids can't make it in a world like this, what ch- what <laughs> chance do I stand? Well, wait a second. When you go, you love going to weddings. I do. Uh, when you go, how often do you have that exact feeling, like, "Oh, this will never last"? Well, I don't know how many weddings I've been to where. It was strictly a wedding of profit. Like for <laughs> for strategic financial reasons. I don't think I've been to
3: Never been to an uh, entertainment live wedding, yet. right? Yeah, but everyone's
0: think... got their reasons. Okay.
3: This wedding brought to you by the e network.
0: And by the way, <laughs> it's it's not my place to judge that. Are you judging not to. it now? With people that I don't know. <laughs> oh, that makes it hard. And right. by the way, I'm not convinced either way. You're just total dismissal and willing to just say, oh, I'm that's that's so I said. glad those two no, kids no. found each other. That's not what I this, said. In this crazy world. That's not what I
1: said. I said, I want to buy it. I won't buy it whole. I need you compare uh, it I, I to- Compare it to Notting
0: more. Hill.
3: Love, love,
2: I love it.
3: I,
1: really don't I want to believe. Enough, no. Do believe? I, I mean, which, which is better—to—to—to—to to, to, to want to believe, or to be a curmudgeon like Austin over there, go just just dismissing it out of hand. No. Otherwise,
3: other in other words, to uh, be uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Or
0: uh naively happy. <laughs> no, no, it's way better to be Gordon. To be on a different planet is is way better. I didn't say <laughs> that
1: I was just going to believe it no matter what, but uh, I want to believe. believe
0: <laughs> Adele ought to remake that song. Were you were you annoyed that LeBron was being all LeBron? At the finals game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But how much of that is his fault, and how much of that is the fault of people who want to pay attention to him?
0: Oh, there's so many, so many telling things about you asking that (laughs) question. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's there to promote his movie. I mean, uh, that's probably first and foremost. I think there is part of him who's like, "Wow, the world is not talking about me. <laughs> what can I do? Do something what, about what that? What Can I do? First time
3: in 30 years, there's no LeBron <laughs> yeah. in the finals.
0: He's like, "Oh man, we can't, we can't have people not not talking do, about me." Do you me. think that when he is
1: sitting there, that in his mind he is thinking that he's
0: the most important person there, even though he's not playing in the game? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's thinking, these guys should be writing me thank you notes for showing up to this thing. This this series has been a rating ratings dud until Papa showed up. So. And, he,
1: and he's not even – it hasn't been a ratings dud. He might think that. but uh,
3: I, I'll even take it a step further. I think he sees Giannis emerging as the face of the league wow. and going, no, 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 no. I'm still around. There
1: could be a little bit of that, too. So you don't expect to see uh, – uh, LeBron sitting there going, you know, ego is in the past. Pride is in the future. Humility is here in the middle. It's not something that I don't think automatically the, spill out of LeBron. I
0: don't think that's the mentality that's gotten LeBron to where he is now.
1: Even, I, I,
0: I just can't look at LeBron without thinking that he knows that I'm looking at him. He uh, He does. Every room that dude has walked into since he was 13 years old, he has been the center of attention. Yeah. He's well aware of the attention he receives. Absolutely. I, I feel for him in a sense that, like, you know, if you're that infamous, you have no semblance of a private life. You got nothing. That's, that's probably and, true. And, you know, now that somebody like Michael Jordan has retired, I bet he's got a little bit more, but still. I mean, every room you go into, you're the focus of attention. He's used. That's to it. true for most of these guys, isn't it? Not to that level. Not yeah, even close. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. I mean, we love Jay Crowder, but he walks into a room and, you know, <laughs> he's probably the center of attention for a little bit, but not like LeBron.
1: Well, yeah, because the difference is if if uh, if Jay Crowder is anywhere near a court, he's then, shooting. He, then he would be— <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He would be associated, but LeBron walks into um, anywhere. Yeah. Any setting.
0: Right. And, and, and that's LeBron. Brainless. And by the way, I, I you know, I feel bad for him for about two seconds until you look at the ways that LeBron is cashing in on that attention and he's doing fine. I mean, he's he's found a way to Really, I mean, depending on how you look at it, transform a lot of different things. He's found a way to to maximize his impact on this planet in a lot of different ways. So uh, Austin and I talked about how his production—the production company he owns— is who did Space Jam? Yeah, and that production company is in negotiation with Nike, where Nike is is it could fetch up to a billion dollars to buy, buy this production company. So, like, you know, we can laugh about how LeBron is, uh, you know, An monop- and monopolizing all the attention, <laughs> and he's there to market and all that stuff. Well, yeah, you're darn right, he is, because if we were in that situation, we'd do the same darn thing. No, I wouldn't. For a billion dollars? Stop it. No, Stop I'm telling it right you, if now. I, if I were, Stop it. If I had that kind of uh, uh,
1: situation, I would get to the point where I would I would Greta, Greta Garbo it. I would disappear. Well, I would date Rich Paul for a billion dollars. No.
0: He doesn't need that. It, why, why does he need that? I it, How do you how do you come to this magic line all the time of what people need and what they don't? You think LeBron is desperate for money? I no. think LeBron is I, I don't think you're desperate for money, but I don't see, you know, I'm not like you're you're going to you're not giving back your salary anytime soon. No, nor but, should you. No, but I wouldn't but you go, don't need I, it. I
1: wouldn't go out of my way to garner more attention to myself so I could get more money. Well, that's just good business. What well, he's doing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's him. It's not it's not me. If I had well how how wealthy do you think LeBron is? What do you think is five hundred million? If I got half a billion dollars, I'm that's enough. <laughs> I don't I don't need to I know, but it's I easy for you to, to draw through. that line
0: for other people, right?
1: I know. I'm I'm not talking about other people. I'm saying that's the way I would feel about it. And he does the opposite. He does whatever he can to make himself the center of attention. So
3: same as Adele or any other performer. They make sure
0: to show up at the NBA Finals on the arm of somebody yeah, what do you <laughs> who the camera will find. <laughs> what do you think the Oscars are all about? Or any of those two dozen award shows? I mean, it's all about... As
3: they say in Newsies, selling papes.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you can dress it up with a word like branding, but I mean, it's all the same stuff. Do you think anybody goes to the Oscars and just sits back in the audience
1: and doesn't really, uh, doesn't really try to draw attention to himself? Well, let me herself? put it
0: this way. How many people do you see showing up to the Oscars in like a potato sack? <laughs> Besides Lady Gaga. You know, unless that's the fashionable, trendy thing at the time. Well, as the good book says.
1: <laughs> I guess. All right. I hear you. But I do want to believe in love. Good for you, Gordon. I would rather go ahead and believe in love and be fooled on occasion than to be so cynical that I dismiss it at every turn. let's crack open the good book here and read from uh, uh, from, uh, Ezekiel 4 where it says, if you have the goods, go ahead and show the goods. That's what they're telling me they're doing at the Oscars? I
0: suppose. All right. Market update coming up next. Stay tuned for that. What's going on at 4? Coach Jay Hill at 5. All good. The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
2: Yeah. How
3: This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust.
0: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is time for a market update brought to you by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. How do we do uh, in the markets today, Gordo? You don't want to know. I know. It was rough.
1: Apparently, uh, the Delta variant fears have hit Wall Street hard. The Dow, Jake, was off nearly 726 points. That sucks. The NASDAQ was down 152. Is it okay to use the term... And the S&P was off 68. Everybody panic!
3: Ah! It's just like the Titanic, but it's full of bears!
1: <laughs> the Dow was down 726 points.
2: What? Hmm.
0: That's not good. What they call that day was 1929, right? Black Tuesday. Is that what it was called? Yep. Well,
1: I don't think it's quite at that level, but, man, that's not good. And and uh, the, this, uh, you know, the COVID-19 fears are pretty severe. Let's get this thing taken care of, folks. Man. Did
0: you call your guy today when you saw that? No, I'm bummed, though.
3: All those good, morally upstanding people on Wall Street just trying to
1: make a living. When the market goes down, it's not good news for you either. You know, it's just not. But it's
0: not as bad as it is for others. I got a lot of time ahead of me. This is why when you you invest in gift cards, you're good on days like today. (laughs) You didn't lose a thing. I'm still hoping
3: for landlines to come back around. I got all my money in Pac Bell.
1: Yeah, but see, I I don't need to get into it. (laughs) What? Well, it, it, you don't have to be heavily invested in the stock market to be bummed when the stock market goes down. Because when the stock market goes down, all y'all out there, your employers are affected by that. You just and, want, if, and if employers are affected by that, you could be affected by that.
0: You just want everybody to be bummed. This is no. like
3: the guy falling out of the boat just grabbing other people. Yeah, with him.
0: it's like I'm bummed, so you absolutely should be bummed. <laughs> I'm
3: telling even you, that's even not, if not impacts, the way it works.
0: Even if it impacts you less than me, it still impacts you. It does. It does. Be
1: bummed. it. No, listen, I'm a man of the people. I'm thinking about the people. And this is not good news. When, that, when, uh, when the values of companies go down, mm don't these things usually bounce right back up though in a couple of days? Well, if if it if it's the COVID nineteen that's affected the fears from that, then doggone it, yeah. Everybody get vaccinated. Come on, let's go. Let's get the economy going back the way it should be going.
3: One Elon Musk tweeting it'll all be fixed.
0: You know, you ever noticed that the people who say like I'm a man of the people rarely are men of the people? <laughs> <Gordon>. <laughs> are are you assaulting my? No. But I only have either? one no. right, But you know what? I'm certainly not a man of the people. I'm speaking for this person right here. <laughs> this bozo sitting in front <laughs> of you. I don't pretend to speak for the people. Yeah, but you're speaking. You, you are a person. Is and that what you're, you're saying when you say I'm a man of the people, that you are in fact a person? No, you, you, you're,
1: you are coming from a perspective, I think, that.
0: A lot of people would be able to relate to see, I think most people out there seem to shake their head and go, Man, that guy's an idiot, more so than boy, listen to them what the the magic that's coming out of his mouth the- the person who says he's a man of the people well, the man yeah you're you're assuming that what you're saying is like the opinion of the people
1: i'm I'm saying it should be the opinion of the people if it's not, you want the stock market healthy. Whether you're invested in it or not. And here's my whippersnapper take
3: on it. That sucks. That's a bad day on the market. Let's check it
1: tomorrow. Yeah. That's a good attitude to have, young man. Cause you know? I
3: just looked in my pocket and the last time the stock market was great, I had just as little in there <laughs> as
1: I do today when it was bad. Yeah, like, but let's You just say, gotta keep going. Let's say you worked for Company A. And you and go. Company and, B wanted and, and to no, play no, Company A. Is no, that, and you're a, you're a <laughs> Joe Blow you're, University. You're a, a working man, and you're doing what you can to keep Let's your say job I'm a and, hard-working to, man? and get promoted. And and then your company has a hard time keeping you employed because their values are down. It, you know, I, I got it. I
3: got it. But that's not what happened today. As of right now, I'm still behind this microphone, employed. <laughs> See, so you're not going to worry about anybody else. No, I'm saying, why why jump out this window? Because the NASDAQ lost 700 points.
1: Doesn't really, it's not going to fix anything. Well, the NASDAQ lost 152, but the Dow did lose 725, 26 points. The Dow. Look, when, the, when a stock
3: is named three letters of the word down, what do you expect it's going to do?
0: Sorry, that's a bad joke. That's kind of a bummer. I don't know what any of it means. I just think that you're a man of the people in the same way like the Vanderbilts were. This is (laughs) so (laughs) so
1: far from being true. You
0: employ people. You know, I play along with this, but
1: I I really at some point should inform everybody that this is all just a a (laughs) big— It's pronounced Porsche. It's just
0: funny. It is funny. It is funny. Um, what's going on is coming up next. Uh, if Gordon can pull himself together I can't, in time, man. We'll, we'll we'll get to the highlights <laughs> from the station. Stay tuned, ninety seven five and twelve eighty of the zone.